0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 71 of Utopia to Me with me your host Chris Locke. How's it going? Happy uh happy days out there. Is it sunny outside? Is it cloudy? Is it uh who cares what it is? It's what's inside that counts. Is it sunny or cloudy in your heart? I hope it's sunny. I hope it's scorching hot in your heart. I hope you have a melting Hot heart, and uh, your brain is full of uh, crisp breeze. Did you hear that? I snapped my fingers too. Maybe the mic didn 't pick it up here 's the thing episode seventy one it 's a goodie uh, we 're having fun. We went down uh, i couldn 't do it in my apartment, so we went down to this games room in my uh, in the building I live in and uh, Eddie jokes about it a lot that 's right. My guest is a lovely, hilarious. Super funny stand-up comedian, Eddie Della Seppi. And uh, you'll hear us joke about the room we recorded this episode in a lot. And uh, he's a good guy. We've done stand-up together in Toronto for years and years. And he's recently been doing it for the last three years in Los Angeles, the big time. And uh, we'll hear more about what he's been up to. And we're going to dive right into that episode. But first, if you can, take your eyeballs into your head Wiggle them down your neck and have a gander at your heart. Is it sunny or is it cloudy and rainy? Does that sound like a Pixar movie? Hmm. Maybe I shouldn't give away all my great ideas. Pixar, you're uh, next on my speed dial. Here it is. Dig dig this. Episode 71 with Eddie Della Here we go. Enjoy. All right. All right. Microphone, baby. What's up? one,
1: two, three.
0: Check one... Uh it's called the Rump Shaker. <laughs> <laughs> remember?
1: I remember Rump Shaker. Do you know who sang that or who rapped that? Did they rap or sing?
0: It was sort of like a time when uh, just for a split second there. Uh huh. They were called Rex and Effect.
1: Yeah. And effects of I'm the Reca. Yeah. 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 Damn. That was good. Rump Shaker was one of those songs when I was a kid, that, Informer, Snow, and like Black Sheep, the best. The '90s were like so specific that way. The beats
0: of... banged. They did. They don't really bang anymore. I don't know what bangs. Well, beats are banging, right? Or maybe the back in back then, at this time, we're talking about the beats were bumping, bumping. <laughs> now they're banging more.
1: Did you uh, banging versus bumping? Did you used to listen to a lot of hip hop? You were a punk yeah. kid.
0: Both. Both. Yeah. Because in the '90s, remember? I think I'm sure it's still the same way now. Probably even more. Uh huh. Like skaters would listen to anything, like cool, hip-hop, punk, whatever. I remember
1: going to So Hip It Hurts in Toronto. Me and you both grew up in Toronto. Yeah. So I remember going to uh, – I used to skate too, and I used to go to this uh, skate shop, and they used to have skate videos um, on the whole time they were there uh, 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 when it was open in the store, and they would have skate videos with hip-hop on it, and I always thought it was so cool. Yeah. Just so cool.
0: And I drank underage there technically because – Oh, yeah. They'd if serve you liquor. spent a certain amount of money, they'd give you a shot. I'd imagine so I had a shot of Goldschlager <laughs> when I was a teen. And I'm like, I'm like, I can't
1: drink this. And I'm like, but you have a beard. <laughs> you
2: and you're bald. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bald, Yeah, with a beard. I thought you were here looking for yeah. your son. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, have you seen my son? We're going snowboarding this weekend. <laughs> um But Rumshaker had that iconic fucking sax intro. Yeah. Like okay, whatever. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. 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 it. and then ba-na-na-na-na. and and we we're like,
1: whoa, whoa, this is a cool song now. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, I like saxophones. <laughs> <laughs> whoa! I am going to
1: say sorry to a lot of people back in high school.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I pushed a lot of kids yeah. down the stairs <laughs> for holding oh, these man. things. Uh, um,
1: I wish I played the saxophone growing up. I played the baritone.
0: I played the trombone.
1: Trombone? Yeah. The baritone. Do you know what a baritone is? It's I thought a, it was a
0: sax. It was like a no, lower sax. No,
1: it was a baritone sax. But baritone yeah. is uh, just below a tuba. It's <laughs> just your <laughs> eyes lit up. It's basically like a, a brass toilet that you just play. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds
2: it was like flushy. a off key. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: sir, the kids keep taking a dump in my <laughs> instrument. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that spit
1: valve. What's in it? Uh, <laughs> we are recording uh, in your uh, in your home, but not in your home. We're recording in a rec room that looks like a place where uh, old people get exercise.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a good point. Yeah. I should say, I'll say two things. The okay. guest that you're listening to, which I already say in the intro, but it's Eddie Della hey. Comedian extraordinaire. And it's true. There's a... We're in a room with a pool table and a ping pong table, uh-huh. and yeah, I'm sure many old people have had heart attacks on these things. <laughs> dartboard, <laughs> dartboard, like, ooh, ooh. yeah, uh, triple twenty. Oh. Well, you can tell it's, it's
1: definitely got an old people feel to it because of yeah. the rug. There's definitely a, yeah. a There's definitely a smell here, but it's not pool; it's snooker which i find interesting oh
0: you're right it's a long skinny S- snooker table so chances
1: are because canada is a fairly new country so anyone that lived here uh probably grew up in europe their grandparents old people they're like uh you don't have any snooker and yeah. they are like, oh, all right we'll, we'll change the balls you know? yeah yeah <laughs> so you're right uh, but uh we were in another room and uh, an old lady showed up uh and said i'm here reading yeah and uh This is where we go walk back, and there's no one there. And we said, Do you see an old lady in there? Like, no one's been in there. She's a ghost, you know?
0: Yeah. (laughs) And the book is about, like, how to uh, deal with being dead.
1: (laughs) So (laughs) you're dead. The pages are flapping in the breeze of the AC. Whoa. I met your baby.
0: Yeah, I woke her up and scared her well, to show you her face. Well, what
1: Chris did was, uh, I was like, "Oh, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to meet your baby. He's I'm like, a very good dad. He's a great dad, and he he he, uh, he barged in and uh, he woke her up. He like just kept poking her till she woke up, and then he said, "Look at her," and then he held her by the foot like a fish. And I was like, uh, <laughs> "Isn't she, isn't she cool?" I'm like, yeah.
0: I'm also gonna say for the people listening at home, if you're wondering wh- why Eddie is so good at directing a podcast, it's because he has his own hit podcast in Los Angeles. Hey, say what it's called.
1: Barely Friending.
0: Barely Friending. With um, MJ Reagan's, which MG you did. Riggins. I did it
1: like early stages of it. Early stages of it. You were uh, we were recording at my old. I was home. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I tell I tell everyone that's what you say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you can talk to Chris. He says he was so funny on it. It's a popular podcast.
1: It's doing well. We uh we hit a million downloads. Uh you guys two tour years. off of it? Not yet, but we're uh we're doing you
0: can. We, we 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 probably could. That's got, my idea.
1: We got okay, we'll <laughs> we'll give you money. Uh and we're uh we're doing well. We're making advertising dollars. We signed a headgum uh uh, HeadGum Studios, which uh, is Jake and Amir's podcast label. Oh, sweet. So uh, we Congratulations. Re- Thanks, man. We record with them and uh, they're doing some big things and we're included and yeah, we're excited dude.
0: Very nice. Yeah,
1: we um, And you
0: guys talk about like you fooled around, like the premise of the barely friending for the most part is you guys uh, fooled around and then you're just friends. Well,
1: well, we used to date each other yeah, and we kind of other. hate each other now we have a podcast. That's yeah, the, That's the tagline.
0: That's fun. But then you talk about Life, any relation, topic, any topic, Relationships but related, one. Th- but. Yeah, we
1: don't. We just, It's just me and her, and we have. And we only include like friends that we really get along with. And me. Uh, yeah, you uh, really funny friends, really funny friends. Thank people, who, you. Uh, we only include people that really tell people that they're funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's 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 fun, and we're. You know, we're we're expanding it, we're trying to develop it even more and uh Ooh. you know how it is, you know the podcast game. You know. Yeah. You got people out there who love you and you're trying to
0: make it. I'm them wheeling happy. And dealing in the podcast game every day.
1: Well we're in a r we're in a rec room for the elderly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so clearly this thing's we got
1: yeah. up and up, you know.
0: What's next? I gotta get cards made.
1: Yeah. This is a place where you only find <laughs> teeth in the lost and found.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put uh Utopia me to me contact cards on these uh, ping pong tables. Yeah, that'd be cool. Let's talk about what else you're known for. In Canada, for years, you were a star on Video on Trial. Uh, on much, much music? How
1: much music? That was fun. I was on it for like five years.
0: And you're a touring darling comic with Yak to Touring? A Yuck Yucks <laughs> darling touring Um swirling all over canada for yeah. years that's how me and you became just friends. for laughs
1: me and you became friends because of uh we're doing the clubs to, uh we're doing the club together i think me and you we knew we knew each other but when we we're both in the in the trenches of like doing yeah like when
0: clubs. we were both like 10 years ago at least open micers for the most part or we'd go to the open mics to we'd we'd always make each other laugh but we didn't know each other yeah i think we respected that we were both we thought each other were funny. Yeah, I think so. I think but then so. when we, I finally joined Yucks, I remember I was stubborn about not joining them for a long time.
1: But I think that really... Uh, made
0: me as funny as I am today?
1: Uh, <laughs> well, I was going to say, uh, made you turn downwards. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's was a, lo- a dark point. No, no, I, I think that's what really helped you... You went from someone that had his audience to someone that can talk to anybody, I felt, who still has their audience.
0: No, but I... Thanks. I I agree. I would not... I would not downplay the importance of joining like a tour – like franchising – or like a franchise and touring with them. I think every – club franchise. Like yeah, that was really important for sure.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's uh, – I recommend
0: s- it to all young comics.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think that sometimes uh, each stage of your career, uh, some people – whether you stayed in it a long time or not, it's uh, it's all relative to you. And some but, people like staying in it. Some you just weaved You're the in.
0: opposite, even with Ducks for a long time. Yeah,
1: I think uh, – it was just a, a, a big source of income at the time. And, yeah. uh
0: See, that's yeah. the thing. I was stubborn, and I, did, and I kept forgetting, like, oh, yeah, though I could be actually... Yeah, I made a making, little bit of money. and yeah, it, yeah. it
1: was easier, and I could focus on... I didn't have to worry about what I'm going to do every weekend. And uh, now that I live in the States, it's a lot easier because Canada becomes uh which i still love is uh like i'm gonna come up for two weeks and i'll do a couple clubs the ones i like the most like vancouver or calgary or toronto or whatever and other independent stuff so it's the best of both worlds in a way yeah yeah
0: and then in the states you're one of the main openers for one of my all-time faves harland harland williams the best have you had him on this no i want to i sent him a message once on twitter and he never got back he doesn't care but i interviewed him once for the comedy network and it was the funnest time ever yeah but that was just about that was like 10 minutes we uh
1: harley's been great to me oh harley harley
0: (laughs) i know him as harl dog Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: harlan's been uh uh harlan's been been great and he is uh, great
0: yeah he brings you all the time
1: brings me all the time we did a little mini tour last year we did like five cities in in state where'd you guys go in California. San Diego. Uh, we did San Jose. We did Irvine, California. We did a place called Oxnard, California.
0: Yeah, that's where um, Madlib is from. Is he really from there? Yep. All, the, all His whole crew, Loot Pack and all those Are guys. you serious? I did not know that. Yep. It's
1: by Ventura, huh? Uh, really? And a couple more. And uh, San Diego, too. Did I mention San Diego? I think so. And uh, watching him work was the best. Yeah. Because Har- Harlan is just... Uh, He's like a he's like a like a a human cartoon up there, and not that he's so physical. He's just so imaginative, you know. Between
0: him and Norm, for me, it's like Norm reminds me to just keep it funny, and Harlan reminds me to also just keep it silly. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, Harlan, which is also funny. Yeah, I,
1: I think that, you know what's funny. It's it's interesting that you mentioned that. I think Canadian comedy, both those guys are two ends of a spectrum on the same sort of like spectrum <laughs> yeah sorry, the two ends on the same spectrum yeah yeah uh you have the the a classic sort of like storyteller jokes jokesmith, where his presence and his form addiction you can tell he's educated and he's he's well versed and he's just such a funny guy and then you have someone who's just inherently silly and brings a kid out of you and i yeah. think that really is encapsulates canadian comedy where you'll have someone who you know like norm or or, or jim carrey and either just like you know, they're they're just two ends of it, and I think they're both yeah. very funny.
0: Yeah, they're both like... I love like them both. Two, yeah, big influences. For
1: they me. used to be friends. They, used to be, they were like... Uh, they still are friends, but I remember Harlan telling me stories how they're both in L.A. together just being young comics hanging out. It's like, it's oh, yeah. so cool. That would have been amazing. Yeah.
0: G- gee whiz.
1: Harlan's got some great stories, too. He has... Uh, one of my favorite stories is uh, when he auditioned for Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Uh, he told me how he was being considered for the role of but, of jeff daniels but
0: for sure he was probably funnier than jim carrey i don't know or he was probably like was, making him run for his money
1: yeah i mean i think that they they knew each other from toronto they knew each other from canada the same manager so they were friends at had instant chemistry yeah so he told me how it was his first movie audition in la and it wasn't really sh- you know he was just really new so he shows up at the audition for it was like 92 maybe and um he sits down and uh the Fairley Brothers are like, uh, okay, Harlan. So you, uh, so you got the script? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you don't have the script? No. Like, I don't. I didn't know I needed it. Well, how do you know? You don't know the lines? He's like, I didn't. I just thought you wanted to meet me. No, this is an audition, Harlan. This is for you to audition for the role. He's like, oh, I don't know what to tell you. And then they looked at each other and went, Well, this is our guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's so meta if you think of it. Yeah. What would the character of Dumb and Dumber do? Not prepare. Act like yeah. a kid who forgot his homework. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't to shake my hand and say hi. Oh, God. So he was supposed to be it, and then they wanted to get someone big because Jim Carrey popped after Ace Ventura, and they're like, okay, we need someone equally as famous to really get this in another stratosphere I see. so then they. But made jeff
0: daniels i always thought was such a weird weird choice contrasting guy he does a great job he does
1: a great job but you know at the time he's an oscar winner and they thought well this might get some headlines oh right, right so then they and then harlan said they went with him uh and then they still loved him and then they cast him in the role as the the, uh, cop. the cop and he
0: still kills it as the cop
1: all improvised he told me um and it's I think that's even harder. I know it sounds crazy to think 30 seconds versus a whole movie, but to to make yourself stand out in 30 seconds in a movie where it's not about you at all, yeah. it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, one uh, of the
0: biggest like things that blew my mind as a kid, like one of my biggest influences was he was on Letterman as an unknown and his credit at the time was he was going to be in Dumb and Dumber that was coming out soon it wasn't even out really and he just did a stand up set and it was insane and then he went over to talk to Dave after mm-hmm. and Dave noticed that he had peanut butter smeared on the toes of his shoes uh huh and he's like, yeah. And he's like, that's because when I was a little kid, I promised myself if I ever got on your show, I would yeah. put peanut butter on my shoes. Well, and he genuinely did it.
1: Yeah, he had someone. Uh, I think it was an old college roommate that was like, you won't be on Letterman. Yeah, I will, and I'll peanut butter on my shoes. He yeah. told me the whole story. Oh, he told you the story. Told me the whole story. And I uh, saw
0: it as a kid. That's you know pretty what I mean? cool. And you must have like, thought like,
1: woo! you must have thought like, wow.
0: Yeah, I was like, broken people can make it. <laughs> 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 you just stare out the window. Yeah, <laughs> can I make it? Make it? Make it? Yeah. Um, My parents were like, "Christopher, are you doing your homework?" And I was like, sort yeah, of sorry. daydreaming of peanut butter on <laughs> just, <Andrews."> <laughs>
1: just <laughs> yeah. drawing it out." Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he's been great, and uh, uh, shows have been a lot and of fun. You have fun a regular there.
0: show in LA now,
1: yeah, called Cuck, a comedy show. And um, uh, if you if you listen to this podcast, and live in the LA area, come on down. The next show is uh, June twenty third. And we got uh, Kyle Kinane, we got Todd Glass, Debra Giovanni, and Nick Turner, and myself and the two other guys, uh, Jason Sines and Grant Gordon. It's a uh, UCB Sunset. Amazing. Great show. Last two shows sold I've met out. I've
0: that guy Jason before in New York. Great guy. Very I funny. I love those signs he puts up around The Canada. best. And is Nick Turner, did he move out there?
1: Uh, Nick, I don't know that well. I know him. but He's I, really funny. He's really, really funny. I think yeah. he got a writing job when he moved out there. But he's uh, he's a New York guy via DC, so... Or Baltimore, I'm not sure. But yeah. um but yeah, no things are going great, man. I uh, I love doing shows there and performing regularly at at a bunch of cool rooms. I got my own show going.
0: And I will say you're also my healthiest and most fit friend you know you're a health conscious guy
1: you know what's funny you do this to me everyone does this to me i'll have like yeah. uh, I'll, I'll come back to canada <laughs> if you're wondering what chris chris took off his shirt and pointed at his belly uh i get people coming up to me uh from canada whenever i come back like toronto specifically and oh. they'll give a whisper like uh, hey uh start eating kale I'm like cool yeah <laughs> Like all right, I one, uh, who, was it you that was saying something? Like, hey, I uh, stop eating bread. I'm like all right, it's almost like like we're like in a white small town, and uh, I have a black wife. I'm like hey, I uh, just listen to some NWA. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> cool. Oh, because in L.A., everybody's like, uh, I don't know if everybody. I, I was always like that though. I was yeah. always kind of like on the straight and narrow kind. I never drank and stuff. I was not a drinker.
0: I know. Well, you'd be like after a show, you'd be like, let's go for a drink, and we go to a bar, and then I realized I'm sitting there with a pint, and you're drinking water, and I'm like. <laughs> Damn it.
1: <laughs> it's like I work for the beer company. Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's all get a drink, guys.
0: <laughs> but I'm reaching that stage now. Jeez, like you can't be a 39-year-old dad and still be like... You're 39? Yeah. You look good. You don't have any grays. I but, <laughs> I might have if my hair stuck around.
1: <laughs> How do I know they're not gray in the... It'd be the, funny if you had like a the... bag full of gray hair. He's, they're right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: they, got, they turned gray in my old bag. <laughs> Um, There's a bunch of gray hairs in a sewer somewhere that used to be on my head. I think you still have a you have a youthful glow,
1: you have a youthful energy to you. So t- funny
0: thing is, is I damaged, I got this belly over years of just being a stupid comic, beer drinking uh, uh, late night, and but I'm mostly I actually exercise and eat pretty well. <laughs> it just hasn't come back. In like, well, help, like
1: I think at the age of 39 You gotta work twice as hard to, fucking get, crazy. to get uh, half as much So I
0: started waking up at 7am now To go to the gym before anything else Which gym do you go to? there's one in this freaking building oh
1: is it, is it as equipped as this rec
0: room yeah <laughs> it's just a
1: carpet <laughs> just a yoga mat there's like
0: old timey dumbbells that you'd see in like a Popeye cartoon yeah it's, it's
1: <laughs> how many stones is this <laughs> yeah Bluto's always bothering me yeah, yeah. it's all calisthenics it's like at that machine with a belt that shakes your belly <laughs> it's like what the fuck oh,
0: yeah or like that steam thing that covers like, just just like up your to neck. your neck <laughs>
1: this will get the fat off ah
0: uh, um always trying to give me a burger
1: people always gave me you know toronto is uh, it's 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 a hard place not to drink because it's only um there's so many tempting uh places to do it like there's patios everywhere
0: the there's cool to, bars dui is so easy
1: yeah you drive everywhere so that's a big deterrent here there's ttc there's uber there's caps whatever but you
0: have been health con- like you have been health conscious since the beginning of time
1: well i think the reason why is because People tease you about it. Yeah, they tease me about it. How do you feel about that? Uh, they tease me about it, but they also secretly agree. like, Hey, uh, can I do it? What do you do? I know. I get that a lot. Like, oh, he's probably going to eat a salad tonight. <laughs> and if he does, which one is he going to get? Um, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, I got fries. They live in shame. <laughs> That's my salad. Yeah.
1: I got uh, The reason why I didn't drink is my hangovers were ridiculous. Yeah. I get so dehydrated. I was, the next day was a complete write off and I was like, I can't live like that. Yeah. Um, but my dad was unhealthy. Yeah. So I saw him smoke and he drank a bit. Um, but in a European kind of way where it was kind of like, yeah, you know, it's kind of very lax and stuff. Yeah. But I just said to myself, I just don't want to.
0: What about food? Food? Was it steaks and potatoes and stuff? Yeah. It was a lot of kind of like, like,
1: uh, uh, really like
2: the good life, the
1: good life food. And, uh, i only really started getting healthy healthy it was like maybe like in my 30s well, this may and you started really hanging out because of when you started doing coming around the like club and stuff yeah but uh you know i still had a sweet tooth i would eat like stuff like that. that's
0: right you but love I, ice cream
1: oh yeah but not anymore i'm now like dropped it but oh really i'm uh is it hard really hard dude it was like man there was times where i was out with a buddy and he'd get a milkshake and i would think about that milkshake for like a week just, like, licking the wall of a fucking <laughs> diner. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's, like, bad. Yeah, yeah. But I never smoked, never drank, never did drugs. I don't know. I just... I, you call him a week later, hey, man,
0: you ever finish that milkshake? Yeah.
1: You guys... Any left in your mustache?
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what garbage can is it in? <laughs> <laughs> don't throw out that straw. <laughs> um,
1: I think with me, if we can get deeper into this, it's a, it's a control issue.
0: Yeah. Oh, I think in sans microphones we may have talked about this before i think it's a control issue. Yeah. i
1: think my fear of being not in control of my health when i'm like 60 or 70 or 50 or whatever we're yeah. like oh man i shouldn't have ate shit now i got this yeah and being out of control like it's out of my hands now is something i fear i really do think that i think that's that that's the base of all my and i don't want people thinking like this guy must be like a nutritionist i still eat relatively like everyone else i just avoid a lot of bad shit
0: you good at portion control
1: I do intermittent fasting. You do? Yeah. Do you know what that is?
0: I will now. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a shitty PSA. Yeah. Why don't you tell me, <laughs> personal trainer? <laughs> intermittent fasting.
1: Intermittent fasting. So what I do Actually, is...
0: I have to say, too, Eddie is literally wearing gym clothes right now. I came from the
1: gym. Yeah. I was supposed to come earlier. But uh, you had something going on. Right? Yeah, I screwed up. Sorry. I think you were. Uh, no, you didn't screw up. I was uh, eating fun food. Yeah, you were eating Pringles on a hill. <laughs> <laughs> I met Christy Pitts eating Pringles. I'll be back in an hour.
2: <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> Mom, he's there again. <laughs>
1: Don't let him look at you. Um, Pringle?
2: <laughs>
1: Pringle? Like, uh, only out of your hand, but it came out of your pocket. Um, <laughs> I uh, What was the question again? Uh, no, who cares? Oh, intermittent uh, fasting. Yeah, so what I do is I don't eat for 12 hours in between meals. So if I eat at 11, I don't eat again. Do you notice a diff? Uh, I, I've always been doing without knowing, but uh, let's just say I go to bed at like 2 in the morning. I won't have a meal again until like maybe 2 in the afternoon. Oh. Yeah, I don't have
0: breakfast. I don't eat breakfast. Ever? Nah, man. But it's important. It's not for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess everyone's different. I got really sad. That's <laughs> like uh, I enjoy breakfast so much. You can I can
1: have the. Food. I switch it up. I don't. You know, breakfast doesn't have to be in the morning. It could be later on. This is part of the utopia part.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. We're, let's just let's just transition in uh the
1: utopia part. In where, my
0: utopia, breakfast is whatever you want. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: and all podcasts are done in elderly rec rooms. <laughs> yeah, it does smell like old people. Can I
0: have it? a Pringle? Yeah. Um, yeah it does But you know what Young people are taking over this building Are they really? About a year and a half ago Kathleen and I were like
1: Your lovely wife Who's very very talented and Very cool
0: Yeah Made that baby uh, Wait did- tell me how old you are I feel bad that I said how old I am I'm 36 Damn When do you turn 37 <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, In a year
2: What? Come
0: on Hurry up
2: <laughs> Why? I
0: hate that I started Really started my career older I didn't, but I was I lollygagged for like the first five years.
1: Six years. I'd imagine you bring this up in every podcast.
2: Uh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, this podcast should be like, regrets? <laughs> you think I should have started earlier?
1: Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, you started when People you start. listening at home.
0: Do you think I'm doing okay?
1: <laughs> I think that you... Uh, You're fine.
0: No, I'm fine. Let's I talk about you. You did it. You did it.
1: My yeah. way.
0: Hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> you, uh, I'm every, fine. Your path is great. You're, you're, you're an awesome comedian. I've never heard anyone not say that you're awesome.
0: Oh, that's very nice.
1: You know, I, I get people in the States ask me that too.
0: Really? Yeah. They ask you what?
1: Well, they say, how's Chris doing? Like, I, oh, yeah. You know, Dave Ross, guys like that. Oh, yeah. Dave Ross, very uh, He's done this podcast. You've had a lot of great names in the. podcast. done it too. You've had a lot of great names.
0: Yeah. And I have a great name in front of me right now. Yes. <laughs> i can't believe it's taking this long
1: (laughs) can you believe it how many episodes have you had 100
0: well because um i'm hard you know not even this is like 71 maybe okay because i go up and down especially with amy now my daughter yeah it's and just traveling the schedule is hard but uh also you're in when you are in town right It's usually a blitz. Like you have to do a million things and then you're back in L.A. Like I think I've missed you a few times. Also. And then when you were still living here before you moved, you didn't think it was important no, i asked you twice <laughs> i'm just joking <laughs> oh crap Maybe i was I like, I, was like was hey, I love to hear your
1: podcast cool can you ask carlin too okay uh. <laughs> <laughs> you think harlan would do it i could do it do you think harlan would do harling yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll remember that
1: i think i think what happened was uh no, it's just
0: like schedules
1: you schedule stuff i remember yeah. I would, last time i was in town you weren't you weren't around and then i was in town for Jiffle 42 and uh you were interviewing people that you'd never get a chance to interview like whether it's like i don't know whoever was in town
0: um yeah uh, and maybe, then yeah. i
1: was busy and then uh you know it's all worked out so it doesn't matter it's all good yeah uh and it seems to be going good you got a lot of big names on the podcast people
0: like it um mm. so in your utopia let's move on there mm-hmm. um i think it's interesting oh you can say whatever hey say your any thoughts right now i won't direct No, no, right no no now. no direct to me go ahead with the food thing and the control thing lighten up a bit if you had control of your own personal world personalized world everything know. science could change it doesn't even have to be our science
1: I would in my perfect utopia would, would you say that like food would change is that what you're saying
0: well like maybe you, yeah like you could eat whatever you want I think so we could do that now I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> but you don't because you have this discipline about right being in control of your I, I think
1: I, I think in my perfect utopia i think junk food wouldn't be as uh, harmful like i love sweets dude yeah so much like an ice cream sandwich right now would be
0: amazing dude yeah let's go get one
1: <laughs> we just drop the mic and just, <laughs> it just keeps rolling. <laughs> I hear an old lady walk in. Is this where I play darts?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: um, where, where should
0: I put all this ice cream? <laughs> like we are gone, but she brings ice cream in. Hello.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think. I think. Yeah. Sweets would be not as harmful. I can't. I get cavities easy. Uh, uh, I think we're getting older, and so I, I feel like that stuff hits you harder. I'm getting older than you. Yeah. <laughs> you are getting older than me. Yeah, your years are shorter. <laughs> uh, you're like a dog. Um, yeah, tell me about it. But it'd be great to like eat whatever I want. Yeah. Why, why would I ever eat a salad then?
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? How many salads do you eat a week? A week? One a day? Do you go one no, a day? No,
1: not one a day, no. I try to do m- meat and vegetables only. I try to avoid bread. But, Good. But I love burgers, though. That's what I'm trying to do now.
0: Burgers is the best. Yeah, Are I you? agree, but burgers piss me off now. What have they done? This. Look Fuck. at
1: me. <laughs> Can you pull, lift your shirt up? It's just a burger. <laughs>
0: yeah, look at me. Yeah, yeah. My, under my shirt is just sizzling beef. <laughs> uh, best burger
1: spots in Toronto? Burger Priest?
0: Burger Priest is up there. Woody, My friend owns a place called Woody's. That just opened one here by Baby Point and one... In Etobicoke. I heard oh. Dangerous
1: Dan's is closing down.
0: Yeah. Um, they're that, okay.
1: Their onion rings are big. I remember that.
0: Yeah. Dangerous.
1: And LA burgers are like big.
0: I like big smoke. Yeah. There's a place uh, near me uh, in, well, no, I don't know. No, no, I wasn't really near you growing up, but Oop. Jumbo, which yeah. is like... Dundas and Jane. What
1: was your favorite food coming to, no, Cal- and coming to California? Were you like into In and Out Burger? Were
0: you into I like- didn't try. I've never tried it. Really? Yeah. Huh. I, I just want taco crazy mostly. Yeah. That's yeah. what you got to do. Yeah. And I like how they just put a couple of onions and some cilantro on it. Yeah. Just like, they, shut
1: up. Just keep it OG. There yeah. you go. It's like, like you found it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: someone already picked the toppings of this. Uh. <laughs> it's so weird. Like you grew up like in a Canada it's the middle of winter you're eating tacos with like sour cream and cheese and shit all over it and yeah and like the the mexicans in california are like what <laughs> that shit's gross <laughs> Ugh, here yeah they're just keeping it real yeah. i love it
1: mexican food there is amazing yeah um but you know what? you so know i'm finding toronto and not even toronto when i was in calgary recently and a lot of can too. Uh, i think they're a little more ahead of the curve but is a lot more independent coffee shops have opened up i find have you noticed that? guy. Co- here. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. a big coffee guy. I feel like I've seen more uh, some Starbucks close. Starbucks
0: is are closing down, and there's always like these, yeah, smaller chains or like just mom, like yeah. I love that. Places. I'm a big
1: coffee. I love coffee shops.
0: You know what? I'm getting back into coffee after being a tea guy forever. I mean, yeah, I still well, yeah. Need you my, were a tea guy. Yeah, but I, but green tea. But like for the most part, but I, in the morning I need a stiffer kick, and I was going black tea, but now the last little while I've had some coffees, and yeah. it's so clear yeah how much uh m- more my brain is functioning and also my <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's funny how that clears you out huh yeah <laughs> yeah just like lumber falling off the back of a truck
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey get away from my baritone
2: <laughs> don't boo in there um, um so
0: I- do you have any original utopian ideas that you thought of before i pushed you on the whole ice cream uh, i uh thing.
1: i didn't i thought i was gonna just uh i didn't really prepare as much okay. in terms as that but i do like the idea and we're almost on our way getting we're on our way there technologically is uh, no more driving utopia yeah. would, i would love i can't wait the problem i, I hate the fact that your daughter uh amy yeah. right uh-huh. uh what's her middle name again Moon. Amy moon yeah. It sounds like an Asian cartoon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. she will probably be, when she's our age, she'll probably, the idea, possibly, the idea of driving a car will be almost like you have to get a special license to do that.
0: Interesting. I, I'm pouring water while he talks. About. Uh, like, what do you mean?
1: I think that maybe in 50 years, some people think sooner, but I think in 50 years. Uh, the maximum fifty years, in my opinion, and I hope that i 'm alive for it, is that human beings are going to be considered too dangerous to drive there 's too many variable we have too many things going on we 're checking our phone right the liability
0: attention. will be too
2: insane You're too insane whereas yeah. you 'll never be it already
1: feels like that it already feels like that you 'll never <laughs> you 'll never be as aware and as smart as a car that has uh, like a radar that's scanning everything and and communicating with other cars, so it knows when to brake, when to stop, whenever. And the only reason why I think there's been some fatalities with electric with uh with completely drive uh, driverless cars is because they're being crashed into by people who do drive. Right. So I think if they're all if they're all on the grid, I think that traffic will flow, and uh, I think that we're all going to be fine. And I and I'd love to be. My utopia, personally, would be not having not having to drive.
0: Amazing. I like drive. I like so people are on their laptops, like doing get, work, getting while work their done. Cars taking them places.
1: Yeah, and I and I really think that like. You know, I in LA, just
0: jacking off. Yeah, that's basically what it is. <laughs> Everyone's masturbating. Everyone's masturbating. Yeah, stuck in traffic.
1: Yeah, just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> just roll it down. You know, the same old grind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
1: but uh, I feel like I think uh, you're
0: right. I definitely think that. I think
1: that. Right. I think that's going to make us all less stressful, especially in California, but even here too. It's going to make us all less stressful. I think it's going to completely eliminate public transportation. I think that uh, you'll get more work done and you'll be able to like, I mean, I like driving, but then I, but then when you're in a car and someone else is driving for you, it's the best. Yeah. Because you're either on your phone, you're checking, you're shooting the shit. You're just completely relaxed and you're just looking out the window. And I love, You've never been on a road trip and you're just looking out the window and the other person's driving. It's just so peaceful. Yeah. And I think that if you can do that in city life, that'd be great. And that, 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 to me, is so ideal. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, and we're not far. I think these utopia aspects that we probably express, like whether it's like, oh, I, I wish dessert was healthy for you. We're We're not far.
0: Well, i think the future starts for people brainstorming desires yes you know they're always like imagine this happened and then 50 years later
1: we're taking the guilt or responsibility out of things like you know yeah. i have a responsibility to drive but i like driving or i have a guilt with eating this food but now it's you know yeah but uh
0: i like the idea of a, a human driven car crashing into a self-driven car and then the self-driven car is like that was not my fault <laughs> Like it's already got an attitude about <laughs> yeah. the primitive human drivers. Uh, who
1: let you drive? Yeah. Um, but I think you know what I think. I think when all these utopia ideas in terms of technology, I think the United States is going to be the, the it's going to be the last ones to jump on it. I think you're, I think first it's going to be Japan, and then it's going to be Europe, and then America is going like all right. I feel it's always going to be somewhere.
0: Well, that, man, they're going backwards right now in the industry. Right. They're going back to coal driven trains. We need coal. We need locomotives to take us to. And we want cords back on our phones. (laughs) Yeah. It does seem so stupid. More itchy pants. (laughs) Desserts made out of molasses. That's what it feels like. Every time I'm I'm watching the news now, I'm like.
1: Desserts made of molasses?
0: Mmm, molasses. That's what it reminds me of. It's just like. Why are, um, yeah, just old hillbillies from 1910?
1: I think because old people have money. Old people have money. All the old white people have the money there. It's like and,
0: this last yeah. gasp of this shitty old, old generation just killing the young, innovative, progressive-thinking people. Yeah. Like the Brexit thing. and It's yeah. so
1: weird. I wish all old people were like Steve Jobs, just like old innovators. Yeah. That people are like who just... This could
0: be in your utopia. Old people s- don't become like... Selfish curmudgeons, all of a sudden. Yeah,
1: they like take a pill where they like, where they they have a young person brain again. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Where yeah. like, where like, then
0: some old person comes downstairs and is like, "Why are you doing it this way?" And we're like, "Did you take your pill?"
2: No.
1: Mm. He takes a pill, like, and they just listen to Kendrick Lamar, and be like, "This
2: is hella great." <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's the> <laughs> A pill for old
0: people to chill. (laughs) Finally a chill pill. Finally. In my utopia, there is actually a chill chill pill. pill. (laughs) It's for old baby boomers and up, these fucking idiots. That's so funny. (laughs) It is true, though. It feels like the youth of North America and perhaps some of Europe are trapped under this blanket of old crusters that won't leave us alone.
1: In terms of America, I feel like Obama and had this... Foresight to see like oh, we need wind powered stuff we, he was like active on social media in a way that wasn't uh detrimental you know <laughs> uh, like, uh, and yeah. uh he's like a f- the only thing that got in the way of him was uh peop- like Congress, which would let him wouldn't allow him to get things going, yeah. so he was like a young guy president, and I felt like we made a America made a big turn and it's you know the next guy or next person will be fall that suit uh And I think that old people got scared that young people are taking over America, like, you know, how they would do in the 70s, like these damn hippies, you know. Yeah. And, you know, these, the problem with being uh, liberal uh, to some of these people. Yeah, he's kind of
0: like a JFK that luckily didn't get assassinated. Yeah. But now we're going through our Nixon phase or something. We're going through
1: our Nixon phase or we're going through a phase where, you know, they're trying to cling on to what, the, what, what old people old white people are trying to cling on uh, old rich white people are trying to cling on to whatever money they have left in America so yeah. it kind of sucks it'd be Do cool you get nervous
0: about joking about Trump in the states
1: I don't I've never been a political guy yeah me neither I yeah. feel like that stuff's got a shelf life and I feel like everyone's doing it I'll, I'll like tweet and stuff but yeah but uh, yeah it's it's kind of a joke. You know, yeah, him tweeting at 3 a.m. I actually kind of get, get that. I kind of get that because sometimes I'll post a picture on Instagram and then I'll fall asleep and I'll wake up like, oh, so much attention!
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at all these likes. Uh, yeah, it's so, nice
1: so, to- so he wakes up to like just bedlam on his phone. Like, oh. yeah,
0: it's hard checking for the likes during the day when you can't. Like, it's like almost <laughs> like Christmas. You're like, I'll go to sleep and wake up more to all likes to come. See <laughs> <me>. <laughs>
1: but uh, I think a utopia too would be uh, if I can. This is almost like not I a mean, utopia. This should be a rule that anyone who runs for president should have a degree in constitutional law, I think. Obama did. Yeah. Because then he got this guy who's reckless saying stuff to Comey, like, uh, hey, man, uh, th- don't stop with this damn investigation, you know? And they're like, you can't do that to the FBI.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Like, you know? So I think that, like... It's really weird. I think we need to... I think it would be cool to...
0: Would you mind not investigating me? Just leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish I could say that to cops. <laughs> yeah. Stop investigating Relax. me. Relax.
1: Um, but I, I think it would be cool to like all politicians to uh, to actually be qualified. You know what I mean? That would like, be nice. To come from I never politics. thought I'd have to say that in utopia yeah. utopia. Uh, that was a given. But like yeah. now who knows, dude? Now who knows who's going to be president again? Yeah. It could be fucking like Mark Cuban. It could be like Usher. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be Usher <laughs> for sure. Usher be cool.
0: Yeah, he's young and hip still. <laughs> Did you take your chill pill, Grandpa? <laughs> Usher's old.
1: <laughs> Usher's sex. Um, but uh, aside from food, uh, the driverless cars. Uh, I think. Yeah, that, that was a, really good. I think that's a big one.
0: Well, how about this? You born and raised in Canada. Travelled, toured it, still toured all the time as a stand-up. Now L A is your home for a couple of years. Yeah, three, like, three and a half, three and a half it. years. What would you? What kind of environment would be your lovely home environment in your perfect world?
1: <sighs> I would think that like it'd be pretty cool to have like a. I mean, this is just like asking what I, what the goals are at this point, but. I mean, <laughs> I know I, I've, me and you were city kids. We, uh, I grew up in the city, and the idea of living in a building has always been like, oh, it'd be cool to have a nice condo with all this cool stuff like you have. You have a great home. <laughs> except but, for this room. Except for this room, which... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. The ghosts from the Titanic are in this room with us right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like... Uh, it's about to flood. But uh, the uh, it'd be cool. I know it sounds pretty LA typical, but like I went to a house party one time um, with some friends, and this house in the Hollywood Hills I had an infinity pool and this huge home. And I was like,
0: Oh man, I don't know what an infinity pool is.
1: Infinity pool looks like it's, it's just going off an edge. Oh yeah. 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 And I'm not, I can't even swim.
0: I do know that. Oh, you can't,
1: I can't swim. That's my utopia too. To be able to know how to swim. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> these are just like
1: life goals i know it's like a in, my in my imagination i can swim you know you can wish for gills <laughs> no just swim just
2: swim like
0: <laughs> a normal man. Uh, so
1: but it'd be cool to like have a really huge home like that that'd be cool oh man
0: so you want a huge home with an infinity pool and you want to have your cake and eat it too and swim in the pool
2: cool. <laughs> Oh,
1: that's amazing oh man and have like a driverless car oh so cool. if it doesn't
0: okay i have seen those infinity pools if it doesn't go off the side how does it end I don't, no one knows man
1: <laughs> <laughs> the pool guy puts it in. he just dies <laughs> i've been swimming for years yeah. <laughs> you've chosen wisely <laughs> um
0: i don't know what else i want that's awesome i want universal Whose hel- party was it Was it someone famous?
1: It was uh, one of the... I was a writer from SNL. I was a friend of mine. Uh, My buddy Jason knew him. So we went there and it was like... uh, It was pretty cool. Cool. Ingrid Haas was there. You know Ingrid Haas? Yeah. From from Toronto. From Toronto, yeah. And uh, a bunch of other people that I know from... uh, She's doing really well. She's doing well. She's been out there for a minute.
0: Should get her on this thing.
1: Yeah. you want me to ask her for (laughs) it?
0: Ask Harland. Ask Ingrid.
1: I'll ask everybody. Uh, What else would I want? I'd want everyone to have a care without having like complete universal health all over the world that'd be amazing
0: yeah that's very nice yeah not you know what it's been a while since we've had some altruism on this uh, podcast. yeah I want that
1: like I want it to be a crime to pay to to like you have to accept money outside the government from being a practitioner like a doctor or a dentist or something it should all be free always yeah like, if you want to keep the human species going, you have to not get in their way of uh, of staying healthy.
0: You're a pinko commie. Yes. <laughs> I am a pinko commie. <laughs> yeah, get him! <sure>. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, up here, it's cool, man.
1: Uh, even out here, you have to pay for medicine and stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean? Yeah. I'm sure you're since you're self-employed, you have to pay for all your daughter's, like, stuff, right? Mm. Aside from, like, hospital visits and, and doctor visits.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what ACTRA covers. mm. Both Kathleen and I are under Actra but yeah, yeah. uh yeah we pay for stuff.
1: It'd be cool to like not age as fast too. It'd be cool to like like yeah. for us to be this for us to be at this cellular uh like our, like the way our cells are now to be at the age of 100. It would be cool to live a long time.
0: I'm not done this article but you would love it and maybe listeners who are in this vibe with us right now harvey levin from tmz the guy who started tmz yeah he's 65 really yeah so some of the article is about he's the one that like i'm not a big tmz guy at all i never watch it (laughs) (laughs) you seem like a big tmz guy (laughs) have you seen tmz um uh, i saw i saw a girl getting out of the limo um but yeah like he wakes up before dawn to exercise for like at least an hour every day, and he's all obsessed with keeping his youthful look. Wow, he's sixty-five. He looks RV pretty good. 11, New Yorker article that came out. It's long. I'm halfway through. Wow, or I read slow. <laughs> it's, I, long. Uh, it's long. It's <laughs> long.
1: Uh, but even
0: though he's kind of like, would you want to live a long time?
1: Yeah, wouldn't it be great to live, but I, not, but not be an old person, but to live a long time? Yeah. Sort of like I don't want to be 90 for like 50 more years, you know what I mean? Like, yeah,
0: I don't want to like outlive all my friends and family, that'd be kind of weird. Yeah,
1: no, I'd only want to do it if everyone else is doing it. Yeah, me too. Uh, I don't want to be like I'm 150, watch my kid die. Yeah, <laughs> good point.
0: But yeah, I like the idea of uh, one thing about life that is crazy is like for big, big change to happen in uh, evolution and progress as human, human race, it's always like four to five generations notice like you never notice real m- magical change like in one generation so yeah you're always part of the cog of the machine of change right and so some of the things that like are sad about uh, I mean we've seen like Berlin wall fall or something we've seen like 911 change a lot of stuff but I mean like we're now at the end of this giant like hundred and 20-something-odd, like, capitalism experiment. Yeah. Like, that's what I mean. Like, something really big. Right, right. Like, a big human philosophy that we all worked on together. Like, I hate being alive and knowing that I won't see where we... Like, all this stuff we're starting now, where it will go. Right. We'll think of it, right? We'll miss Th- out on stuff.
1: What's happened in the last hundred years is so drastically more advanced in the last 2000 3000 five, since the beginning of time like what's happened in the last 100 years is is incredible dude yeah. think about it even the last 20 years
0: yeah it's definitely it does it's
1: insane ex- the iphone concept is so insane
0: yeah i guess our generation has seen some insane change. It, this is insane dude we're lucky to be at the beginning of the information techno- uh information age but here's the thing we're still probably like 100 years from now everything's going to be stupid like even t- i kept thinking like I listen to music on my phone, which is crazy. I never would have thought of that 20 years ago. Right. But every time I put it in my pocket when I'm walking, the earplug comes out or something. And then it's, and then I'm like, ah, fuck. And then, or like someone texts me so the screen unlocks and then the song gets pushed around and like weird shit starts happening on your phone because it's bumping up and down in your pocket. Right, right. That's like, so I'm like, ah. So I'm already like, oh, imagine music was just in my head and all these obstructions weren't just. You know, but that will happen probably in a hundred years. Uh, you
1: know, it's funny, that. I was just thinking, like in my utopia, I also think that like the phone, the carrying it, a piece of hardware, yeah, uh, and which I'll, gives you
0: weird, like yeah, like nuclear uh, vibes on you, your nuts. Or uh, well, like. I think <laughs> it's funny. Like someone said <laughs> I'm a to stop. To, <laughs> clearly, uh, <laughs>
1: um, but so I remember uh, hearing someone talk about it in an interview: how to reduce your phone addiction. And you put grayscale on your phone, and what happens is because we're still yeah, in the grand scheme of things, we're still uh, you know a chimp in a way where yeah. we get this sort of uh, all these vibrant colors, and we can't stop staring at them, you know. Right. And we're like overflowing, and we get the stimuli from all these like colors on our phone uh, that have been that are so clear and never been clearer. like the uh, the retina. Uh, the pixels on it is incredible. So if you take down this grayscale, it's less appealing, and you look at it less. You train your eyes to not crave your phone, crave the colors anymore. Yeah, I feel bad. We're still animals, dude, in that I way. Know. Is that funny? So I feel
0: bad that how Amy's always... Like, not always, but I try not to look at my phone in front of her. But every now and then she looks over, and I'm checking something. Or But our laptops, because Kathleen and I especially, you, know, you, you use them to watch a movie, or you... Or we work from home, so our laptops are usually on the dining room table. It's kind of like our big desk. Mm-hmm. She'll see us just looking at these things. Oh Yo, yeah, you know, and you're it, like, well, ah, it, fuck. It, it creates. But a, also, it's like, what am I gonna like? They're not. I don't know what's gonna be around when she's. I don't know. It'd
1: be cool in a utopia to be like, no more hardware, no more phones. It's either like an earpiece or something that's oh, like a Siri kind of thing that's so ultra advanced that uh, you could be like, hey, can you text Chris? Tell him I'm gonna be late twenty minutes, and then it's gonna be like, uh, well, it says it'll be, say back to you. Well, traffic says you'll be there in in 30 minutes. Should I say 30 instead? Yeah, say 30 instead. Like something that smart. Yeah. And I'm always going to be looking up. I hate the idea. I, I hate it that I do this, that we're not looking up anymore. Yeah. And I really think that sometimes I may have brushed by the love of my life and been looking down or maybe possibly could have had a great opportunity to see something that's inspirational for a joke and been looking down. Yeah. I really think I'm missing out. I'm not smelling the roses, you know, Interesting. I'm really think I'm missing out on stuff and I'm consciously trying to keep it in my pocket. It's hard because it's yeah. so much of our business is out of that thing. I know. And you
0: have to be you, um, in connection with people like 24 seven. now. I, I remember no, I, like I, people I remember, are like, where were you? And you're like sleeping. Yeah. Yes. You, so, know? you know,
1: it's funny. I was at the airport coming here and we're all waiting at our gate, and everyone's looking down. Everyone's looking at their phone. Yeah. And all I can think about, like, wow, if this was, like, before these phones, I I think I'd meet somebody or, like, have a conversation or learn something yeah. new or maybe, or maybe meet someone really cool or meet a woman really cool or meet someone who could, like, change my career. Uh, who knows? I think that, you know, I can't imagine all of us reading the newspaper, but, like, I, I just think that, like, we're really – we're really neutering ourselves from meeting people and i think that's what's causing men a difficulty to meet women it's causing yeah. people it's causing it's it's reinforcing Funny social that you s- use the word
0: neutering and then and, talk about how hard it is to meet women <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's also like crippling us it's also reinforcing social anxieties where it's like i don't need to speak to anyone i'm just gonna go with my phone uh yeah it's not helping you overcome certain things so i, I it'd be cool to like Be able to just voice activate every aspect of your social media and then if you needed to see something, it would just be like a little like like I don't know, like a little hologram come up and show you and then boom. I think it's good
0: Kathleen and I met each other before the whole social media world domination. Yeah. Like it was obviously Facebook and Twitter were still around, but it was just brand new ish stuff sort of.
1: Can you imagine being single now and like being on a dating app?
0: God. I can't imagine being single and like trying to get myself in like presentable condition. <laughs> like any like no matter you know. Uh how do I tie a tie again? Yeah. <laughs> I'm charming, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like oh god, I'm so glad I don't yeah. Well you never know, but I'm right now I don't have to do that. That's
1: true, you never know. <laughs> you really don't. Uh, <laughs> just like created neuroses. You don't know.
0: I told Kathleen last night I was joking, I was like when you're this long in a relationship when you're like do you still love me and it's like yeah it's like you're basically saying like can i still trust you (laughs) to have my back don't leave me yeah don't leave
1: me. i've been single three years now
0: la yes you're hustling the hustle you're married to the game married to the game the stage the game i'm married to it
1: (laughs) Yeah, are we in the are we in the movie Entourage?
0: Yeah, you're married <laughs> to the sea. That's you're basically a modern, uh, a, a young, a comedian trying to make it in L. A. Is the new sea captain?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, and I and I think I think there's a leak. Uh, <laughs> I'm drowning. I'm drowning. Um, well, I said to myself, we're immigrants there.
0: But do you kiss girls every now and then? Or whoever you want?
1: You kiss people? Well, with consent, yeah. (laughs) Hey! Whoa,
0: okay. What's wrong with you?
2: Social media. (laughs) Look look up, lady. Incoming. And fuck you, too.
0: I think that's really funny. Um, But I mean... You still have intimate encounters. I do. Okay. I. Okay. I, I, I
1: you
0: like I. Do. I'm an
1: immigrant there, so I know that sounds ridiculous because we're Canadian. It doesn't feel that much different, but we are. So I'm hustling hard. I'm like, if I'm not on a yeah. show, I'm at a show. I'm constantly in the scene, trying to like, either get on or doing shows or like mingling, whatever. I'm always out. So the reason why is because the the big sort of you're like, good
0: at networking.
1: I wouldn't say networking. i just present. I'm just like... I'm around. and uh, Right. You know? Uh, yeah, I,
0: but a lot of people aren't good at that part.
1: Yeah, some people get tired and whatever, and they're like, how can you do this without alcohol? I'm like, I, honestly, I genuinely love comedy. I love that." I think stand-up. that's
0: how you can do it. Alcohol tires you out. And that's makes true. You, you know what I mean?
1: I think some people need it to loosen up and be, be, be oh, social. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. uh, I'm also learning a lot because I'm watching what works in, in America, specifically LA. Yeah. And I'm trying to like learn and adapt. And now all the stuff I've written works really well there and it's where i live and that's where it should and um so it's hard to date a little bit because you know i can't tell a woman that like uh she's like you want to go for dinner on tuesday well i was gonna go i have a show and after i was gonna check out a show i'm either available at like between one and six or like midnight uh, so it's tough
0: yeah yeah you gotta be like your dates have to be like a walk through Griffith Park or something yeah or, or like lunch or yeah, something. the
1: parking lot of the show I'm leaving hey yeah, what's yeah. up how you doing cool <laughs> okay bye <Yeah>. uh,
0: <laughs> oh, sorry <laughs> look up I never know when to kiss <laughs> <laughs>
1: but uh, uh, that being said I do date uh, yeah. when I find time I've, I've, I'm not as relentless as I was when I first moved there because you know how it is you go you show up in a new scene you're like oh shit there's a lot to do here yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I think that like, uh, I think it, it's, it's been difficult and I associate LA with work.
0: I, so that's interesting. I
1: associate it with work to me. You're it feels basically
0: like, like living in your business.
1: Yeah. and I, a, I, I think, right. it, I think if, if people are in the United States, are most wonder, people do, I guess. I right? think so. But like I moved 3000 miles across the country. I paid all this money to get a green card. I'm there, you know, yeah. And uh, I was like, I don't want to be curling up on a couch watching Netflix with somebody. So maybe
0: I think I didn't mean to insinuate it earlier, but I guess you're like, I've been single for three years, but you're not really lamenting that necessarily. No. You're just saying that's the way it is. I think I, for some reason because of the way we think of needing a relationship in our culture yeah. that I was like oh no oh, you okay no. what happened but yeah you're basically just saying like no no, no I'm dude I'm genuinely it's happy it's different yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Ha-
1: I think there's a big difference between uh, being lonely and being alone mm-hmm. there really is I'm alone but not lonely I have friends I have people there that I hang out with Yeah. Uh, I'll go on the odd day here and there but like I'm not lonely my first year was lonely I was like oof I don't know anybody Yeah. I'm just showing up at shows be like hey guys I'm just gonna laugh just hang that would be yeah, hard yeah but now it's like tons of people are there and
0: yeah i remember last time i was there we hung out a lot while you were in town yeah you going back anytime soon um i want to but i think i want to get the uh, green card first this yeah, time yeah. but it sucks because it's been march 2015 was the last time i was there for a month so i i do miss it
1: a whole month huh
0: was that what it was yeah i was there for i think a month pretty much oh man it was awesome where'd you stay you, Kathleen go too? Kathleen came and we were we didn't have a baby and uh we were in a couple of Airbnbs.
1: Was that where the baby was conceived? No. That'd be cool. I know
0: where it was conceived. Here, <laughs> in a ho- <laughs> in a hotel bed in Halifax. No. I went out to visit her while she was uh acting on Mr. D. Wow. Yeah. Is she still on the show? Um, yeah, she's going back out this summer. Ah, make another baby. Go back out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love that, uh, Jerry D reminds us of our children. Does he really? (laughs) No, no, I'm just joking. (laughs) I thought he does it. Uh, No, no, I will make, we will make another baby
1: somewhere else. Uh, I will never have a child, I don't think. Really? No,
0: not on purpose. In your utopia, you don't have a child?
1: No, no, no child, no.
0: And tell me why. Um... It's fine. It'll probably be less damage to our environment. Right.
1: Less something. Put, yeah. Uh, putting out less CO2 out there. <laughs> I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I Honestly, I'm selfish, dude. If I could be really honest, yeah. I'm, I'm selfish.
0: The aspect of being a creator, an imagination person, like a comedian, it's hard. You know, like it is hard to. But, you know, yeah, I get it.
1: But I'm also envisioning this. I have to remind myself this is if ideally I would do this with a partner, and we would be together, a yeah. team doing this together. So it wouldn't See, be you all on me.
0: When Kathleen and I first, <laughs> hello, podcast listeners. <laughs> but uh, when we first sort of you know fooled around, uh-huh. um, and we're like, what happened? You know, uh-huh. the the next day we went for breakfast and uh, like we had already known each other for a long time right, right. we were friends in the comedy scene and uh <clears throat> so we were l- seriously unironically like or no wink wink anything we were t- genuinely talking about how we know that individually we're both sort of like on the fringe of society we're freaks we're weirdos we're like all like you know we're these weird comedians that don't think we'll ever have a r- a normal relationship, Mm -hmm. let alone this family life. Right. And then we just kept hanging out and it all worked. Organically. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, damn, I understand where this comes from now. So sometimes you might be 100% right but you don't know sometimes you don't know the factor that leads you in that direction right it Uh, comes out of nowhere
1: the paradigm shift can happen because it can be induced by someone I I love or something
0: yeah and going through the two years of like being pregnant and then also Amy's over a year old now like I've become a way better comedian in general not just with my stand up and my Mm -hmm. content of my stand up but also my writing, you know? Right. Like no, no, just, you, you become a, a well-rounded
1: person, a different person.
0: So there are, like, career, it sounds, like, selfish still, but career-wise there are benefits too. And this is on top of the regular stuff that we all know that, like, you and your wife and your child hugging is the most powerful feeling in the world. Right, I mean, right. Like, family hug. Right. You're, and you smile and laugh. No,
1: you're, I get 100% what you're saying. It, it would be better for material. <laughs> <laughs> marriage kid i I I I don't know why i had to do this counterpoint to your
0: personal opinion i totally but i totally get what you're saying
1: i get what you're saying too and what you're saying is uh you may think that now but uh someone may change may, may change the way you look at it
0: amy was born when i was last year so 38 just turned 38 you're 36 yeah but also, you can do it I'm know.
1: at a different stage of my life. I'm like, I I'm can't, have, I, I can't have a kid. I won't have time to go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> or when will I able to do um, I like sitting in a coffee shop and working on bits.
0: I, I, gotta, I can't
1: pick a kid up from school. Yeah. You know, so it's I'm at a different stage. Sp- but if I met a beautiful woman that is like...
0: That is the thing. You have to manage your time yeah, way better. I
1: met someone who's beautiful on the inside and outside that I'm into, and then we're together for x amount of years and was like you know we should have a kid and i look at them and think i'd love to have my kid with you yeah i can see that happening maybe in my 40s it'd be kind of cool
0: if you're like 48 right maybe that's a good thing about you and you met a woman and she's like i want to marry you and have a kid and be with you and you still haven't done conan yet
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, uh, take, the, take the kid
0: <laughs> I think it, no, I'm totally uh, I joking know. I think in, I
1: think my utopia I think that a uh, women you like we live longer and you can have a kid later that'd be kind of totally cool. that'd be cool wouldn't it be great to like yeah like the way you are physically now that'd be you at 100 and then you can <laughs> have a kid at like 80
0: yeah no and it seems like evolutionary we're going that way yeah I mean Kathleen and I are old parents it's but to us, it's like we're still like, wow, we're like, you know, old parents, how old is she? She's just a couple years younger than me, 37, oh. yeah, so 36, turning 37, no, 38. Ah, I forget, she's like a year or two older, younger than me. So, like, we already also did comedy for at least 15 years, wow, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. we. We have been chipping away at our career.
1: Yeah. No, she's very talented. She's, and she's doing great. It yeah. Seems like, it seems like both you guys, when you guys, not so much get married, but you together, when you were together, how long have you guys been together for? Like, like as a couple?
0: Um, seven years.
1: Seven years. I think almost since marriage on, you're, you've been married for like three years, four years?
0: Yeah. 2013.
1: 2013. You're, you're, both your careers had an, had an X level. Yeah. Individually.
0: That's what I mean. There's, like, this weird sort of, like, it's like
1: maybe this, this confidence slash support thing
0: yeah, it's a, like one that you're unaware of when you're... You're
1: not worrying about reading. that entity of your life, so you create... there's You're just freeing up mental real estate. You're, like, you're not yeah. concerned about, like, where it's going. Or maybe Perfect I say, way of putting is it. Is she
0: the one who's... I feel like I'm selling this to you now, but even... Because of everything you just said. All right,
1: by. I'll marry somebody and start a life in this rec room. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no dark.
0: i mean maybe yeah. i'll
1: find somebody maybe maybe but who knows who cares uh <laughs> who cares
0: um but aside from but that, you're doing great
1: i am doing i'm doing well things are life's good I, I, I enjoy life and uh and
0: i and i and i like a person that can say this is who i am and this is this is exactly what i want to do and you do it because you know i've always been that way myself that's why sometimes i don't all the time play the canadian game in comedy like i don't you know there's some stuff i don't try to do here because i just don't like it
1: you know what i i will say this and maybe in a utopia this but is the
0: marriage and the i just want to finish the thought like the marriage and the baby factor became a thing i did want mm-hmm. but i still career-wise i i will only do it my way right and so i think anybody who's like a hundred percent like, yeah, I'm doing it my way, that's the way you got to be my um I'm glad that you I'm, you're not a person that's like I feel like I should do no, this. Dude. you know what I mean you know what i I, I don't it, think you've ever been I've never known you like that
1: i uh i I can attribute that attribute that to my parents, and I think in my perfect world, if I were to have kids, I would raise them not so much exactly how my parents did, but the sort of like tone of how they did it. And you're a parent and you know, you have your you're gonna have your style because of the way you were raised. But for me, I have a brother who's a musician who's, you know, working part time at like a country club. Another brother who who was an amateur boxer who works part time at like a grocery store, and me who's a comedian who been doing comedy sixteen years. But you're and,
0: all doing what you love. Uh I don't think
1: my, I've never had my father or mom say to me, when are you going to get married? When are you going to be a grandparent? Yeah. What? When are you going to buy a house? When are you going to like, you know, put your roots down? Or What's the next stage of your career? How are you going to make money? Yeah. I've never, dude, I'm, I'm really. I just
0: wanted you to be you.
1: I'm really thinking of a moment. My dad, all my dad ever said to me was just save your money. He never said make it. He just <laughs> said save it. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's like, he assumed that I would make it, maybe, or maybe he would imply. It was implied that I'd want to make some money. But he said, just (laughs) don't waste it, save it. Yeah, and have your shit together. My dad did that. My dad showed that without um, saying it, because my dad was an immigrant, so he didn't have a lot of uh, education. So what he made for in lack of education, he made up for in having his shit together. So, you know, uh, license expires, renewed. Credit card in the uh, bill in the mail paid uh you know a sticker expired you know for me it was like green card get it done uh have uh this ready you know for an album prepared you know i had all these deadlines without not because i you know because i had this this parental pressure just because out of watching him and just being like he always had it he couldn't afford to fuck up he wasn't like you know lean on like uh, his parents who don't exist in Canada, or like yeah. you know, you know, whatever, you know, I have a, a ton of money. Like no, so my parents just let me go, dude. They never ever said get married, nothing. Don't be a comic. So I I, I think that like I'm that way. I have conviction of who I am because I don't have a a, a, a ghost voice of my parents in the corner of my head saying what's why aren't you married? Thirty yeah. six, and I think that that plagues a lot of people. That uh, plagues a lot of people You're right <clears throat> I But think it is dying out It is dying out I think, yeah. that, I think Those you know, expectations I think I, I'd imagine you're a cool dad I don't think you're gonna look at your daughter And be like You know Why aren't you Why aren't I a grandfather Why aren't you Why are not you find a good guy That like owns a house In fucking Whitby or something
0: well, when she's older, it's going to be the apocalypse. I'm going to be like, let's eat this pig under this uh, in this cave before they find us. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Your mother's dead. Let's use her for warmth. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> um, But um, but I really think that like these are. I, I, I'm not an expert on parenting, but I think I came out okay. And I think that like in my perfect world, if I were to raise a human being, I would I'd want them to have a sense of freedom without having sort of these mental blocks in their mind of saying i'd love to paint i can't you can't make an edge ent- you can't yeah. make a living painting you can't do this painting and you create these truths that don't exist right you know like imagine be honest s-
0: you rehearsed that a hundred percent and uh, no 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 i'm,
1: I'm, re- I'm re- going back to the high school i graduated from tomorrow yeah that's not a dartboard it's a teleprompter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. I really, no, right. but I really think No, you're right. That's really nice. No one ever told nice me when I was is. 17 just that, like, it. you can't make money at comedy in Canada. No one ever told me that. Yeah. Usually parents would tell you that. Like, why are you going to make money? You can't make money here. Right. Uh, and I haven't had a day job in 11 years. Yeah. so like That's amazing. You know, and uh, I, I really, my parents never told me things you can't do. They just said, make sure you're okay in terms of saving your money and not looking at your license being like oh my god it's expired officer I, I swear I'm gonna you know um, so I think in my perfect world I would love to have to, to sort of bestow those lack of uh, boundaries uh, maybe like,
0: everyone just kind of has that bit, like how everybody has free healthcare and everything they also have this sense of like uh, follow my heart's desire and yeah. stick to my guns and all that I know it
1: sounds lame but I don't, my parents never said don't dream
0: you know? Yeah.
1: It's, it's When parents say, you can't make money at painting, that's just telling you not to dream. That's pretty sad. Yeah. You know? And uh, there's probably, probably been a lot of really cool inspirational artists been out there if, if they weren't pressured to be a certain way by a certain
0: ideal. You know how, like, in certain cultures, I just had this thought, and it's probably already like a million papers written on it, but you know how in, like, certain cultures, repressing sexuality and all that stuff makes... People act insane and fight each other and kill each other and mm-hmm. create giant, weird religious sex that, like, fight each other. Um, so is probably the repression of the dream. Right. Like, just, like, letting a, a human being be who they j- want to be as an artist or as a mm-hmm. profession. Like, Yeah. It's probably the same pain that creates these uh, mental illnesses that... People inflict on each other. And I
1: really think that, like you, you nailed it. It's like limiting people creates a stress, and a stress comes out in certain ways. It could be violence, it could be aggression, it could just be. Man, I, I I think we're all we're all chimps just trying to like get stimulated in a way. You know, <laughs> if, you're, if, if you're wondering what, what Chris just did, his, uh, his hair just stood in the top back of his head. Whoa.
0: Where do you want me to put that A banana? Flashlight. <laughs> Stimulate uh, me. <laughs>
1: but like, you That's know. cheesy. Th- you, yeah, I went y- for the easy joke. Yeah, you do. Always do. I uh,
0: <laughs> No, no. <laughs>
1: no, but like there's some guy who works in Wall Street or Bay Street or whatever, you know, some financial guy who's doing it by the, who's, you know, living that clean life where... He, On Wall Street, or you no, know, you know, <laughs> where he's like, like I got my kid, I got my house, I'm yeah, making yeah. this money, I got my uh, retirement done, I got you know, I'm invested in this, I did everything right, but I'm, but I need to like do this to get my heart racing. Yeah. I need to do this. I need to like rock climb, or I need to like you know, some guys do drugs. Some even guys if do- it's just
0: having, yeah, rock climbing is a good point. Like even if you're like, okay, yeah, you have the status quo suburban life or the best you can make of it. You have a yeah. family that makes you happy. Or a job, whatever. But just get that sailboat, yeah, or and, like something stupid, like you know,
1: like I, I think that like and the thing. Our book is called Get That Sailboat. Get, get that sailboat. <laughs> uh, yeah. say, Sail with me, me <laughs> Chris and Eddie. Uh, but I think that with us, we especially artists, we get that rush, that stimuli when you write a new joke and it works, or you're excited to try something new, or you yeah. write, you write a piece that's like funny, or even have a, even a tweet that does really well, or. We get that stimuli and uh, I would hate to like raise somebody or even be with somebody like a wife or girlfriend or whatever and limit them from wanting to get that stimuli. You know, I know it's yeah. weird, but if I was married to a woman and she's like, I just want to paint. It makes me happy. It gets I was like, yeah, do it. Or like, yeah. I want to act. Do it. Or I want to start my own business. Do it.
0: What am I going to say? Like, no, you got to like get a real job. The hardest relationships I've ever been in. Or when the other person doesn't know what they want to do. Yeah, I, I would encourage... And then you're like, oh, like... I would
1: encourage... If you know. I was with a woman and I, or, or I had a child or anyone who was, who was with me as a partner, whether as a parental unit or as a spouse or whatever, I want them to do whatever they want. Uh, except for stand-up. They can't be better than me in that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's fine. Uh, yeah. And I think that in my perfect world, I would want someone to feel uh, borderless when it comes to... I like to
0: how it. in your utopia you know you had some good stuff technology like the cars drive themselves uh ice cream sandwiches are fine yeah because of technology Cause of technology <laughs> <laughs> but like all the other stuff is like you want everybody to be happy and healthy and yeah. live to for a long time in a healthy way well and also mentally and physically how how's, nice of you well thanks very I, kind I,
1: th- I think it's uh it would be such a tragedy to have those things and not really to anybody with them. Yeah, like, hey, I'm 150. Can you believe it? Like, what? I, I'm I'm 30. You're you know. I'm like, oh, okay. I thought you were all doing this. I don't, it would, yeah, I, I don't want to. I think it. You know, I think it also has a stem with my career. I'd love to hit a, 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 a point in it where I'm not alone in it any as much anymore. In that. Let's just say I got a, sh- a TV show on Netflix and it did really well. Yeah. And now I can ask two of my buddies to go with me to a show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like include them in the show or we do things together or I'll invest in something my friend's doing. I yeah. would
0: love to. Because you've always been standing on my own. Well, not even that. Imprint, I've always like, been alone yeah. in this.
1: I can't help. I really can't help anybody you know what i mean i can not like yeah not yet I see what you mean but you know so all i could do was like if you said hey can you can uh, can i crash your place i could do that or like yeah can you show me around interesting i could help you out it's it, very nice i think what it is dude I you
0: want to get a show so your buddies can write with you or hang out like a- and i really think
1: yeah. if we're and the beautiful thing about getting older is that you start to see why you're a certain way yeah and i think that it's the camaraderie i love yeah i love the camaraderie dude and That's I,
0: totally what got me into comedy. Yeah,
1: and I'm not a yeah. sketch guy. I'm not an improv guy.
0: Yeah, but you guys do the shows. Together. You go on the road. I
1: love the camaraderie of it. Yeah, I'm a sports guy, but don't play on teams. I love the camaraderie of the team. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, love,
0: I do miss the camaraderie of touring with Yucks.
1: It was fun, dude. Yeah, uh, joking. And I think it's because now I go
0: with my own. Like you know, I put my own tour together. But I, it's just. But there's something about Yucks where you're like random people get thrown on the road with you and yeah. then you make friends that way yeah that's too. cool like, too. that's really fun that's almost
1: it's, it's almost like a weird reality show like see yeah. who pisses who off yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. they have a script idea yeah. <laughs> but see, uh, was secretly all right and i think if we're like if the reason why is because if i can't brutally honest me and my my mom and dad weren't close me and my brothers weren't close yeah and i think i craved that camaraderie my whole life and then one of comics i'm like because hey, you're way this, older huh? than your
0: brothers.
1: Yeah, uh, me and my youngest, me and my middle brother aren't that close. I mean, my youngest brother were like a, a like a decade apart. Yeah, and my my dad was my dad was born thirty nine, and he had me when he was like forty. So I had an old dad, uh, an old dad growing up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but my my dad was from rural Italy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like city Toronto guy. You know, with a uh, a single gear bike riding <laughs> <laughs> riding skits, uh, <laughs> but. Uh, I think I crave that <laughs> camaraderie, and I think that comedians—I uh, get that because we're all in the same boat, and we all—you could be from a—you can be from another part of the world, but if you're still a comic, I can relate to you more than I could for someone who lived on my same street, yeah, who does something different. So, in my there perfect world, it'd be great to like hit these steps and watch my friends kind of blossom. It'd be kind of cool. I don't want to be this Jesus-like. Uh, person where it's like oh here's a career what uh, if your
0: friend got a show and they brought you in the right that'd be room, great would your ego oh would that'd be gr- okay with that uh, dude I, I i
1: think i think if the if if the if the goal is to get on the island what does it matter if i'm riding the ship or i'm like on the side like on the side being tugged along i don't care
0: damn this is one of the first times this has come up and, and we're at the end but you're but what's the Eddie's goal Eddie's so good at the analogies <laughs> about success <laughs>
1: but like really I forgot we should have brought that up earlier if, if the goal is the island then what does it matter how you get there you know what I mean like I never understood that's your ego that's yeah sure I, I was dragged by a, a rope sure the pirates yeah, said sure I was in a fishnet <laughs> <laughs> being eaten a lot by yeah. crustaceans yeah sure I was in a fishnet <laughs> but I got I on that island though when they I was on out. that beach yeah no he's I, not a tuna I, for instance how about this uh, really Mark funny. Norman I love Mark Norman yeah mean Mark Norman yeah so funny such a funny great comic he's done he has a comedy central special yeah uh, he's done all these cool things and he's a friend of mine and he'll be the first to tell you this will not happen without Amy Schumer Amy Schumer produced his special Amy Schumer brought him on the road Amy Schumer yeah. made him be this guy who not he was clearly has his material and he's a super funny guy but she yeah. helped catapult him to the next stratosphere and, and He's
0: definitely had his buzz going for quite a few. Yeah, years. Yeah, and he's
1: always been known as that guy who's like Schumer's right hand person, and oh, yeah. you know, and uh, included. him. and now he's getting all this shine because, excuse me, because she always believed that he's something. Yeah. And what does it matter how he got there, right? You know, I think we're all a handshake away from making it. It just it, you need someone to believe in you, and I'm not. I'm under no illusion that like that I uh, I'm better than uh, I'm better than having someone help me. No, I, we all want to be helped,
0: you know. Interesting, and I
1: I, I think that w- I think that's yeah, I foolish think to believe that like foolish to believe that like I'm no, I'm doing this all on my own, really, because no one's done it on their own. No,
0: sometimes I would say I'm a victim of my own weird pride. Yeah, about being yeah the master of all my shit. You know, right for sure. I
1: I think there's a there's a grace to it. There's a class to it. You're not gonna like be some sort of weird yes man and kiss ass. I yeah. think if you have your conviction in yourself and someone recognizes, to though, yeah, right, someone yeah. has someone likes you for who you are, you should allow them to help you out. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: Leave on one of your great analogies. This has been nice. <laughs>
1: I don't have any. I just make them up as I go along. I
0: know, but they're always good. <laughs> it's true. I I I forgot about that. You always have a when we're talking about this stuff. You have a
1: good analogy. I think.
0: Uh, okay, leave with one tight. Let's leave this episode. Did you have fun?
1: I had a great time. I, I, had the, I think I've had the most fun uh, anyone's ever had in this rec room.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I was going to say, the
1: convo was so captivating, the carpet sort of melted away. Yeah, they started to curl on the corners. I think they're just like, ooh. Um, but no, I've, uh, I've listened to the podcast a bunch of times uh, with some, uh, some people I've been very fond of in LA and in Canada. And you're doing a great job, and it's uh, it's an honor to be on the podcast.
0: Oh, anytime. I'm yeah, and next time you.
1: you're in L.A., we're going to have you back on Barely Friending. It's doing real well, so it'd be cool to have you back on.
0: <laughs> I know. It's doing real well. Yeah. I would love to come back. Uh, I'll let you know. Um, so thanks for coming on. Dude, thank you. That was fun. Yeah. All right, everybody, that was Eddie Delicepi. Eddie, thanks again so much for coming on and hanging out with me down in the games room where I should clarify it only had one pool table and one ping pong table. Not much. Oh yeah, and one dartboard. So there you go. Eddie Delicei. Follow him on Twitter at Eddie Delicepi. So uh, it's all his name, one long name. Check it out on uh the this episode to see how to spell it if you I don't want to go through it right now. But uh, he's check him out too, doing stand-up Anywhere you can check out his podcast Barely Friending. Look for everything he's up to and uh and uh Eddie, thanks again for coming on. I said that already, but you know. And for all you guys out there, what are you doing now? Are you uh are you clothed? Are you nakes? Are you uh running? Are you walking? Are you swimming? Do you listen to this while you swim? write me a letter on at utopia to me and say hey i listen to this when i swim and then i'll be like oh i love all the different uh, ways you can listen to a podcast because to be honest i don't listen to that many podcasts uh i listened to this one uh, about uh by radio lab about trees and it was freaking good um man you gotta anyways it, it made me buy a book about the trees maybe i'll talk about that someday Anyways, and I listen to Barely Friending all the time, Eddie's Podcast. And follow me at ChrisLockFun um, because I'm doing stand-up all the time and all kinds of creative stuff is coming up. And you can always find out about that or you can see just dumb jokes I I put up every day because, you know, I live in front of my computer. Mm, Sometimes. Here we go. That was it. That was the episode. Thanks so so much for stopping by. Go on the uh, internet and review it, star it write to me at utopia to me follow us tell us you like me whatever you know what i mean here we are go outside put a giant robe on put the robe over your head uh drink a big glass of water and touch a tree and say how you doing old fella all right thank you goodbye